Welcome to Beyond the Label podcast by the Blue Journal, where we are not defined by labels or society. Prepare to be inspired by guests who went on a non-traditional path, career choices, living abroad, relationships, self-exploration, and more. This is a safe space to be yourself unapologetically, with no limits to what we can achieve. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Label podcast. This is Leanne, your host. I hope that you're all doing well, hanging in there with COVID, drinking lots of water, staying safe. I know it's been a difficult time, and I think now we're into the third year of COVID. And where I'm at, we just recently entered a new round of lockdown, so it's been definitely difficult. But I hope listening to this podcast will cheer you up. Whether you're driving or you're on a walk, you're commuting, or just want to listen to a podcast, I hope that this brightens up your day. And if you want more inspirations from all kind of fascinating individuals, please go ahead to check out the other episodes. At Beyond the Label, here we don't make any profits, so we really appreciate it if you support us in any way. Please go ahead to share this with your friends, post this on your social media, or if you like, you can make a small donation to our Buy Me a Coffee link at the show notes. We really, really appreciate it. We are doing this because we love this, and we cannot wait to hear your feedback to see how this has inspired you in any way, or just as an entertainment to listen to when you're doing something else. So let's go ahead to this episode, and I cannot wait for you to meet today's guest. Hi everyone! I am here now with Selena Tang, the founder of the Naked Bake Room. It is a sustainably conscious online bakery in Hong Kong. She is also a full-time banker, so we'll get to know all about how she starts a business, manages a side hustle, and all the experiences that she got from there. So, hi, Selena. Hi. Happy to be here. So, why did you decide to start an online bakery that is sustainably conscious? So I've noticed that a lot of people buy cakes、um, with a lot of decorations, but not necessarily、um, wanting to eat them because they want it to just you know show a photo on Instagram for their social media flaunt. And I thought that was not very sustainable because these cakes end up being、um, in the bin, and that's why I wanted to promote food minimalism and also promote a mindset of conscious consumption within the consumers. I think first of all, that's that's a very good idea. Like, cause I do events myself, and I do see people wasting cakes and just like just taking a photo of it and not eating it, basically. So, are you always a baker yourself, or have you always wanted to do this, or did this just start up because of a COVID hobby, like a lot of small businesses actually do right now? I think you are quite right about the second half of your of your description. I think I myself, I personally do not bake. <laughs> I mean, I am not a very、um, skillful baker, but、um, I occasionally、um, see that my、uh, friends or also like my family around me, they will be making cakes, and they're really passionate bakers. So I actually leveraged on this opportunity, and also given that I have always been very interested in starting my own project. Um, I just decided to give it a go, and before starting the Naked Bake Room, I also started,、um, attempted two other businesses as well.、Um, there are also obviously、um, ups and downs with、yeah. um, every project that you start, but I'm glad that this one、um, I was able to execute. 
in the end. That's very good. <laughs> Now that we have one more delicious bakery in Hong Kong, and I want to know more about because um, in the introduction we mentioned that you're also a full time banker. So how how is that? It sounds so difficult having like a full time job and also managing a side hustle because I can imagine that you take orders online and they just come in like randomly. You can't really schedule like okay, you guys can only eat cakes on this day, right? Yeah. <laughs> So like cake orders, you're right that it's very occasional. Like most people, most people, I'm not saying, <laughs> including myself, but like most people, they actually just order cakes for birthday. So like these orders can become um, at the beginning. It was these orders were very manual. Um, over over time, I've actually definitely learned a lot about how to book orders in the system and also how to manage. Um, I have a chef, so like how to manage the time of my chef and also myself. And at the same time, managing my、um, full-time job, so it was really difficult at the beginning. But、um, I think you just have to like do it and then figure out a balance、um, throughout the journey. I want to ask that: How do you motivate yourself in that journey? Because I mean, there's definitely a lot of. Like you said, ups and downs. So what we we don't normally see on like Instagram or like on anywhere, basically. So if you say like you have a bad day at work and you had to deal with like difficult clients, difficult bosses, what are some of the things that you do to motivate yourself to go home and still have to you know communicate with your chef, still have to take orders, or have to like get up early to work on the weekends? Well, I want to start. This by saying that I was so into like starting my own side、yeah. side project at the beginning. That's why I decided to jump into it.、Um, as mentioned, I started two other projects before, so I was already like full on in that mode. So mindset wise, I think I was already so on it.、Mm-hmm. And in terms of motivation, I think it's really important that you believe in in the idea of your、mm-hmm. business.、Um, I think. Also, I'm a big believer of creating something with a purpose.、Yeah. So, like, I started my cake shop because I thought that I wanted to promote conscious consumption within consumers and develop a mindset about, you know, mindful eating and also food minimalism. So, I think with this purpose in mind, this is something that、um, holds me together even on bad days. That sounds really respectable because I think. A lot of people now, I definitely see on Instagram, like everyone can be a photographer, everyone can be a florist, and there's just like so many small businesses coming up. Yeah, it's, it's like a trend, right? Yeah, like I mean, there's so many skills that you can learn online that will allow you to like just start something、um, at at a very low cost and quite eff- not effortless. I mean, it takes a lot of effort, but <laughs> at a low cost. Um, than you expect. So I think starting something as long as you have your,、uh, your you get your mindset right and also be consistent about it.、Mm. I think it's something that is possible,、mm. even with a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> But having said that, I also want to make a point that I think throughout the journey I became a little bit toxic about the overstimulation、mm. and also the instant gravi- gratification that I want to get out、yeah. of this side project. Um, especially when I have a full time job, and I also had to like constantly remind myself. I only learned that at the later stage of my project that you, that I cannot constantly compare with other people、yeah. because maybe other cake shop owners are starting it as a full time, full time、um, business, and they don't have something on the side 
obviously everybody start with a different starting line. Um, some some people might not be, you know, having a full time job. Some people might have other responsibilities. So it's not a fair comparison, um, and it will make you feel very miserable if you if made made me feel very felt very miserable if I constantly um, compare my progress with other people. Um, so um, I think it's also important to know that you have to rest, even though like. Yes, you might feel lagging behind from time to time because you're doing it as a side gig compared to full-time business owners. Um, but sometimes having that rest time will give you clarity um, and help you refocus instead of just keep you know grinding about for without a purpose. Yeah. About like finding balance and like basically creating a schedule that fits. You and your business—it sounds really hard. Like I'm sure, like a lot of the audience here listening, just wondering, like, how do you do it all? So, how do you like have a job nine to five, have a side hustle, and and eat with family, meet friends, date, like do all of those things? Can you share a little bit about like your your scheduling or like any tips that do you assign like a specific like hours um per week for your? Business, or do you tell your friends that like okay, you cannot meet for like certain <laughs> periods of time because you need to work? I think it obviously took a while for me to balance things. Um, I had a pretty good head start given that it was COVID time when I started. I was working from home, so um, obviously I had more flexibility in terms of how I manage my time between you know my job and also my business. Um, But I think one good thing about me is that I am a big planner. <laughs> I love like schedules and also like planning, organizing stuff. Um, so like usually when I plan my time, I used to I I, I like to um, input those time slots within my iCalendar on my iPhone or my MacBook so that. Every week, I will also I will even like backlog my time as well sometimes, so I know like how much portion of the time I allocate to each day or each week, so that I can reassess next week. But obviously, um, sometimes even when you plan these time slots in your calendar, they don't necessarily work out. Yeah. So it's very important that you have the flexibility to like pivot and also adapt to new schedules and also um, amend things when unexpected things come around as well. I think that's that's really good. Like, you always have to leave room for flexibility and for, you know, when things happen because things do happen. Yeah, and also like be able to prioritize things as well. Yeah, like learn what is more important. Obviously, I at one point I was very like head over heels about my yeah. side project, so I was a little bit like not balancing mm -hmm. between you know my full time job and my <laughs> side and my business. Yeah. So I had to make certain compromises. I had to make, for example, I would delay my sleep time, which <laughs> is not sustainable. I would mm -hmm. not recommend. But I think at the beginning of the business, it yeah. is inevitable. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think all these little things that you have to be aware of. What about like I I keep hearing that you. Learn so much, like yeah, so <laughs> throughout the process. Uh, even now, like actually, this month I'm taking a break, mini break, um, mm -hmm. after Christmas, for my cake shop. I'm still 
I'm still learning. Like mm-hmm. even though I'm not full on um, working on yeah. my business, I'm still learning. Um, I've recently just switched roles within my full time job, mm-hmm. so I felt that there were um, I had to commit more in yeah. in terms of my full time job. So I had to take a step back mm-hmm. in my business. Uh, it was really hard for me when I had to decide that I had to um, take a step yeah. back because I was so committed, mm-hmm. and I felt like um, because all these like online, you know. Guide about how you start a side gig yeah. keeps telling you that oh you shouldn't give up and yeah. you should keep grinding you shouldn't rest and then you'll make it there. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was so into that before, mm-hmm. um, but I think I just have to learn that sometimes it takes time yeah. and you can't expect that things will just come around yeah. uh, and you have to prioritize things. So at this point in my life, I feel like I should focus, mm-hmm. refocus back into my full-time job and just, um, I'm not saying that I'm stopping it, but also yeah. but have the ability to pivot yeah. um, when you feel like it. Yeah, I think it will gain like better results in the longer run. I really agree with that in the sense that Yes, you're right. We see so many of these like guides or like these online courses or tutorials. Yeah, like I'll be consistent. Like side hustle. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like it's getting a little bit toxic. I'm not sure if this is the right word, but like I feel like it definitely affected Mm. my mental health at one point. Yeah, not sure if if you agree. (laughs) I think anything to an extreme is kind of toxic. Honestly, like yeah, if you're like just hustling hustling and like ignoring your health your mental health whatever it's definitely not healthy and i do appreciate that no you know your priorities and you know that now oh say like your full-time job is quite demanding you don't like stress yourself out because reality we like say you do need like a stable income or things that you need to consider other than like passion or oh um, like wanting to start a side hustle I think there's just so much to consider yeah. I think it's just more the most important thing is yeah. just understand your purpose here mm-hmm. like why do you start this yeah. side hustle or side project or side business um, especially I mean I think I mean obviously if you're a full-time business owner then obviously you have to work because that's the only you know your your career yeah. but if you're starting it as your side project mm-hmm. then i guess it's it's very important to assess your purpose here given cuz like some people start it for some quick money or some yeah. people start it for you know long term financial independency um so or sometimes sometimes people just start it as a hobby yeah. so it it's really important that you understand mm-hmm. what's your purpose and reassess from time to time to not burn out or deviate from your original purpose i want to know a little bit more about like your what your parents or friends or close close people who are close to you think when you first started your business because i think just a question that popped into my mind is that when we say we want to start a side hustle when we're in the full-time job people around us usually don't agree with it because they're like oh why are you like wasting your time or do you already have such a a stable financial income so can you share a little bit more with us on that yeah so i've definitely heard of these negative comments from even from my friends or even from my family i 
have to admit that I was quite upset when I first heard them because I felt like they didn't quite understand why I was doing it. But I think um, another th- another point is that like sometimes when you're experiencing bad days from your you know business, you might want to communicate with your friends or your family, tell them about you know the difficulties. They will strongly feel that like I shouldn't be working myself so hard, yeah. especially on these um, days when I express these comments. Um, but slowly, I just have to um, work with them on my communication with my family and friends and and also adjust from my side that I shouldn't be over, you know, pouring negative mm-hmm. emotions to my friends or family. Um, maybe I can just like tell them that I just want to express myself, but I'm not necessarily finding a solution from mm-hmm. you. So you don't really have to tell me what to do or maybe yeah. in certain areas you should be doing this or that. Obviously, when you're seeking for constructive comments, Mm -hmm. then you should clearly communicate with them as well. But I think your true friends and your friend family will know eventually why you're doing it and they will fully support you. So, yeah, I think just it's a communication thing. I think from what I'm hearing from you is also setting those boundaries to communicate clearly. Yeah, that you're just trying to express your feelings Mm -hmm. and then as like a trusted person for you. Yeah, and that you're not necessarily trying to ask for help or anything. So I think it's really important to set those boundaries. Yeah, yeah. set those boundaries and also like trying not, and also try not to please anybody from throughout the journey because like if you're trying to impress another person by telling them, oh, like I have these certain, you know, small wins from my from my day today, then I mean, it's it's not a healthy conversation here. And it's also like not productive. And I think sometimes from my experience, after several conversations with certain people, you will sort of have a feeling about, okay, this person is healthy to my um, learning and this person is not so healthy to my learning. Then I'll just, you know, like you said, set the boundaries and try not to speak to them too much about my business (laughs) because i knew that this will be a hurdle for me to grow yeah Yeah. i really like what you said about not trying to impress someone because i i did that too actually yeah you know the age of social media you always want to like show that you have value Mm. but i think it took a while for me to um not uh, be so invested into that concept Mm. And just, you know, just try your best. I mean, you ha- you can record your own journey, but I think it's mainly for yourself. Yeah. I think certain aspect um, in the business world, obviously, you have to show something because um, there are so many competitors um, in this industry. Um, it is also very important that you show your value in a very tangible way to make a first impression. But I think other than that, um, I, d- I don't think... a business owner should be constantly um pleasing people around them and you should just believe in yourself i absolutely agree because i sometimes feel like i'm pretty sure you've seen on instagram as well you know like business owners just like posting oh like getting off work late or oh like like a filming like table full of things to work on Yeah. yeah and sometimes i think i'm not judging for people who do it but if you do it, I think you just need to remind yourself of what the intention is. Like, yeah, yeah are you really trying to, you know, express yourself to your friends or are you trying to impress people? Yeah, 
Exactly. I think when we first decided to do this podcast yeah. together, we had this conversation about <laughs> how like we don't want this podcast to be just about all your successes. Um, there are so many podcasts out there that just focus on, you know, oh, this business became so big. How did you do it? But it, you know, didn't really talk about how, you know, the learnings, the lessons that you learn or the failures that you, um, that you experienced before, you know, coming to this position. So I think it's really important that, you know, a lot of things on social media really isn't real. (laughs) It's filtered. So I think people just have to be more mindful of it. Yeah. So do you have any advice for people who want to start a side hustle in a full-time job? Like, is there any technical things that they should be aware of or any like tips that you can share? I think for the longest time, I wanted to start my own project since, you know, maybe like after I graduated from uni. And maybe like three months into my job, I was like, okay. oh, I don't want to do this job. I want to start my stuff. And... But I was talking about it for maybe like three to four years. And I didn't even start one thing. Um, On the weekends, I'll just, most of the time I'll be like using um, excuse of, oh, I've been really busy or I've been really tired from my full-time job this week. So on the weekends, I just want to chill and watch TV. (laughs) That was what I did, how I spent my weekends for the first like two to three years of my career. Um, but I think one day I just come to realization that I should stop doing it. And I think it's a process. I think it's really hard to just like kick yourself to start something one day without, you know, having to think about it and plan about it in your head um, for a few months. You have to really get into the mindset. How I did was, you know, I'm I'm an addict. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm an addict of Instagram. <laughs> so like I will constantly be following quote pages about like how you should be like motivate self-motivation page, pages and quotes. And I think those, obviously every person is different. And for me, that worked for me. Um, so I was reading a lot um, of those type of quotes and pages and also articles and blogs. So it really got me into the mindset. And that's how I started it. That's how I decided to, you know, just stop slacking for a while and try it out. I definitely do think that inspiration is so important, you know, like finding the right role models, finding the right Instagram pages to look at and even like listening to this podcast. Yeah. Or common idol. I think you like Jay Shetty podcast. Yeah, I do. I do. I think I highly recommend his podcast. Um, I think it's Purpose, right? On On Purpose, purpose, yes. On Purpose by Jay Shetty. It's really good. Um, It definitely helped me not just on starting my business, but also Mm -hmm. like how I balance my business and my personal life as well. So yeah, I think getting into that mindset is really important. It is, yeah, definitely. So we're actually down to the last question of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so fast. Time flies when like you talk about good things, right? (laughs) So can you tell us one thing that you love about yourself? (laughs) Wow. I would think that I am rather compassionate Mm. in general. I think it's really important. Um, So you have to be kind, not just to others, but also to yourself. Yeah. I think the latter part I learned, it took a long time for me to learn. Yeah. um, So a lot of times I've just been focusing to, you know, making other 
people feel good、mm. and also be very, you know, sympathetic or compassionate、yeah. to other people.、Um, I think that those are merits、mm. um, in a business, especially、um, because you'll be more understanding.、Mm. Um, but also, you have to be kind to yourself. I've learned that. Uh, so that it becomes more sustainable when you、yeah. when you are multitasking at、uh, like、um, for 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 a really long time. I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean, you you feel like that is what you love about yourself. There's no right or wrong answer. It's really important to be compassionate. Just. Even we haven't really talked about、um, exactly like what is you do in your business, but you do need that compassion to start a sustainable cake shop, right? Yeah, and also I feel like the compassionate element of a person also can be extended to you know how you how you interact with other people, your business partners,、yeah. your customers, and. Extended to your personal life with your family and friends because they will also be experiencing a lot when you're doing, um, your when you are experiencing、yeah. this journey, yeah, yeah. Like your energy influence other people and people can feel it definitely.、Mm-hmm. So if you do something for the right reasons, people will definitely sense that. Yeah, and I think another point is that I hesitated a little bit because I feel like compassion sometimes is being demonstrated as a Weakness、mm. these days, like if you are, it means that you're might not be confident, too confident in yourself, or you're just like thinking about other people.、Yeah. And when it is done wrongly, maybe sometimes when you're overdoing it, maybe you just become, you know, someone who is just、mm. constantly pleasing other people. Um. So yeah, that's some another point that should be aware of. So do everything in like moderation, right? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Yeah, not to mention that we're now in a sponsored venue in Hong Kong PMQ. It's a shop Tove and Libra. They also sell sustainable clothing, so definitely check that out too. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and comment down below to see if you have any questions to ask Selena. So how can we find you online? Is there any Instagram handles or website that you can share with us? Yeah, so like our Instagram. Instagram、um, account is at Naked Bake Room,、um, and we also have a website. So everything will be in the bio、yes. of the Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Label. Don't forget to subscribe and to follow our Instagram at the Blue Journal for your daily dose of self love.